You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. 1st words are important words, especially if we look at the life of Jesus, and especially if we are looking at the Gospel of John. John's choice of words are often so precise, prescient, poetic, and often so poignant that when you ponder them, you have to conclude that only God could have inspired them and their timing. Surprisingly, Jesus' first words in the Gospel of John are not about him, or even his father, or even the kingdom. At first glance, they can seem so insignificant and random that you might not even see anything profound in them, but they are loaded with power and invitation. They are the words, what do you want? In learning Zulu, I learned the wrong way to ask for something. I said ngifuna, which translated means I want. It's not polite or honoring, definitely not the right choice of words to use when asking for a cup of tea. It's pushy, even demanding. Much better to use the words ngitlela, which are far more polite. Please, may I have. I can fully understand that because I grew up learning that I want doesn't get. However, in the kingdom, I want gets. We are invited to have a big want and a big ask. His first words are, what do you want? And then he continued to use them. He asked blind Bartimaeus, what do you want? He asked lepers, what do you want? Why ask such a silly question? It was obvious what they needed. Surely Jesus knew. Why even ask them or invite them to answer? And why do we have to even express our needs and wants when Matthew 6, 8 says your father knows what you need before you ask him? So why do we still have to ask? This is so important to understand, especially as we position ourselves to intercede for revival. Blaise Pascal, the brilliant scientist and philosopher said this, God instituted prayer in order to lend to his creatures the dignity of causality. In other words, God has not subjected us to fatalism, but instead he has given us a voice and an opinion and position and authority and even the opportunity to influence the outcome of life through communicating our needs, desires, and wants to Him. What do you want? He dignifies the whole human race with just those simple words. They show that He cares for our opinion and our desires. They're valid. We matter. What do you want? I respect you. Come up a level and talk with me. I don't just want to rule over you or decide it all for you like you're some worm in need of a totalitarian ruler. What do you want? Let's work together. Let's be partners. Come up to my level. Give me your opinion. Let me hear how you see it. What do you want? In the kingdom, I want gets. So what do we want? Moses said, I want to see your glory. And so did Elijah. 
Bartimaeus asked for eyes. Jairus asked for his daughter's life. The list goes on. I want gets. So let's be clear about what we want. How many souls do we want? What kind of miracles do we want? What do we want to see in our churches when we finally go back to our buildings? What sort of transformation do we want to see in our city when revival comes? Do we want to see visions? Do we want understanding or wisdom? Do we want to encounter His love? Do we want peace? Do we want joy? What gifts of the Spirit do we want? Do you want to see God's glory? Come on, let's go up to the level He has invited us. Let's step into our role and authority and let's put forth the best, most kingdom-soaked once we can because He has invited us and in the kingdom I want gets. As we pray for revival, let's be clear, specific, bold, smart about what we want. Go on, you can do it. Tell heaven what you want to see. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival, but start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival